Good afternoon. You're listening to KTOO. I'm Yvonne Crumry. Many residents in both Juneau and Haines saw their property assessments jump in value last year. Now, an Alaska Senate bill would require state accreditation for tax assessors and prevent municipalities from raising the assessed value of properties during an appeal process. Senator Jesse Keel, a Juneau Democrat, sponsored the bill. He says it aims to make the property assessment in the state more fair and transparent for residents. This is a bill that maintains the important principle of local control in local government, but sets some basic rules of the road and a little bit of balance for property owners who disagree with the tax assessor on what their property is worth. The bill puts into place new standards for assessors in Alaska by requiring a level three certification from the Alaska Association of Assessing Officers or requiring that they work under the supervision of someone who does. But it will also allow municipalities to adopt their own standards instead if they prefer. The bill would also prevent assessors from raising the value of a property during an appeal process. And it changes the default for who hears tax appeals to an appointed board of equalization instead of the municipality's locally elected officials. Residents from Gino and Haynes gave public testimony on the bill yesterday. Brenda Josephson, a Haynes resident, said she applauds the bill and the guardrails it puts in place following what she says was a train wreck of an assessment process last year. We had a uncertified contract assessor that was hired, and he enacted a new exotic hybrid uh, mass appraisal valuation system. The result was assessments where some properties were assessed in excess of, um, of their full and true market value. The Haynesboro faced a summer of intense public criticism following a dramatic rise in some property assessments and resulting tax bills. Many residents blamed the borough's contract assessor, who they say did not have proper credentials for the position. However, the Haynesboro says the rise in property values is a result of a hot residential real estate market and corrections for out-of-date assessments. Though nearly all testifiers on Thursday spoke in favor of the bill, some Juno residents, like Howard Beery, requested Keel include an assessment limit in the bill to cap how much the assessed value of a property can increase from one year to the next. What I noticed in this bill, there's no, no limits. And my property tax went up over 40%. Yes, this bill has some positive things, but there's nothing in there that says that they can't raise it 40%. In an interview, Keel says that doesn't fit with the goal of the bill, and he doesn't want it to disrupt different municipalities' revenue structures across the state. The bill was held in committee for further consideration. Keel says he feels good about the bill's chance of moving forward. A bill working its way through the state house could have big implications for reproductive rights. The measure from Big Lake Republican Representative Kevin McCabe would redefine the terms person and life in state law. A state prosecutor told lawmakers it could allow abortion providers to be charged with murder, though it's not clear it would hold up in court. Alaska Public Media's Eric Stone joined Alaska News Nightly host Casey Grove to talk through the bill and its implications. Okay, so right now the word person in state criminal law means this, quote, a natural person and, when appropriate, an organization, government, or government instrumentality. And so this bill would insert into that definition, quote, entities with the moral right of self-determination. Uh, it would also define life uh, as the property of living organisms, including things like metabolism, growth, reproduction, response to stimuli, things like that. Uh, the definition of person is part of the basis for a lot of the state's criminal code, including murder. That's causing the death of a person. So this bill would essentially say a fetus is a living person. Is that right? 
That's right. It's similar to bills that have been proposed in a lot of states after the Dobbs decision overturning Roe v. Wade. They all sort of fall into this bucket of so-called fetal personhood bills. And, and so the natural next question, I guess, is, well, would this allow an abortion provider to be prosecuted for murder? And that's a complicated question, given that the Alaska Supreme Court has held that the state constitution's privacy protections include the right to an abortion. So it's safe to say there would be court challenges. Let's take a listen to the answer from the Department of Law's John Skidmore. He's a deputy attorney general for the criminal division. Whether or not those statutes can include, for example, punishing someone for engaging in an abortion uh, deals with other constitutional questions. Um, I believe there's case law in the state of Alaska that might make that type of use of the statute unconstitutional. Uh, But that doesn't mean the bill would do nothing. Uh, Here's Skidmore again. Um, Would this allow us to file charges? Yes, I think it probably would. Would those charges be allowed to move forward through the court system? That would be the subject of the litigation that I just mentioned a moment ago. So you might beat the rap, but you might not beat the ride. Uh, And a quick sidebar here, you might have heard of a similar issue in Alabama related to in vitro fertilization or IVF. It's a fertility treatment. A court there relying on a similar definition ruled that fertilized eggs and embryos are children under a state wrongful death law basically ruling that life begins at conception. It's pretty similar to this bill. That decision has led a bunch of providers to pause IVF care in the state, basically because the process of in vitro fertilization isn't set up to make sure every single embryo produced is treated like a child. So, like, some don't survive the process. Some are disposed of for other reasons. Uh, In the Alabama case, actually, uh, somebody dropped several embryos from a cryogenic freezer onto the ground. Well, do we know what this bill would mean for IVF in Alaska? Well, of course, there are a lot of what-ifs. There's certainly no guarantee this becomes law. In fact, the chances are pretty low. Uh, The Senate's bipartisan supermajority has been pretty consistent in steering clear of uh, contentious social issues. But if it does wind up passing, Skidmore from the Department of Law, he, he didn't have a definitive answer. Uh, but McCabe, the sponsor, he says the main idea behind the bill isn't it's not like a backdoor ban on reproductive health care, whether that's IVF or abortions. Uh, here's how McCabe put it when asked whether an abortion provider could face murder charges. It's not the intent of this bill to send the stormtroopers into a, an abortionist's office or a doctor that had to perform an abortion for one reason or another. Um, that's not the intent of this bill. This in, this bill the small limits of this bill are are designed to define life and person. Uh, but dozens of people called in during a public hearing on the bill to voice their opposition to the bill. There wasn't a lot of support from the public, though it's always worth noting that a public hearing on a bill isn't exactly a scientific poll. Uh, I think it's safe to say, though, that a lot of folks see it as an attack on abortion rights. But some folks see a much broader application of defining person and life in state law. Hmm. Like what? Well, I I followed up with the chair of the committee that's hearing McCabe's bill, uh, Homer Republican Representative Sarah Vance. Uh, She says she sees a wide variety of applications. Uh, She told me that she expected a forthcoming amendment would clarify the way the law treats artificial intelligence. Uh, She said she didn't have a final copy of what that language might look like. Uh, And that's not the only amendment we can expect on this. Uh, There was an interesting exchange between McCabe and Wasilla Republican Representative Jesse Sumner. Uh, Sumner asked about the language, an entity with the moral right of self-determination. Remember, that's that's how the bill defines person. Uh, Let's take a listen. Are you at all concerned that this could be extrapolated to apply to non-human animals? I, I, and I ask because I recall in college I had to take this horrible class called Animal Ethics, and our professor 
said essentially that oysters had a moral right of self-determination. So, um, what what do you what what does this mean? So, um, through the chair, Representative Sumner, it's Representative McCabe again. For the record, uh, yes, we uh, there is one slight problem with the bill that we intend to bring forth, hopefully through one of you, and the word human is missing. So. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I, I miss that. Everybody missed that. Uh, thank you to Mr. Skidmore for pointing that out. Uh, Sumner wanted to make sure he couldn't get sued by an oyster, he said. Uh -huh. uh, so we can expect that as an amendment, too. Uh, but Vance says she's planning to bring the bill back soon. Uh, she hasn't set a date. And she says she's planning to advance it out of committee, though, later in the session. And that could bring it to the House floor. But again, tough sledding in the Senate. That was Alaska Public Media's Eric Stone speaking with Alaska News Nightly host Casey Grove. And a ballot measure to repeal Alaska's ranked choice voting and return to a partisan primary has cleared an initial review. Lieutenant Governor Nancy Dahlstrom, who heads the Alaska Division of Elections, announced Tuesday that sponsors of the anti-ranked choice voting initiative gathered nearly 37,000 signatures, about 10,000 more than necessary. She says the state is still in the process of verifying all the signatures. The signatures come from 34 voting districts, four more than the law requires. A second ballot initiative also cleared the initial signature hurdle. It aims to raise the state minimum wage and provide workers with sick leave. If the sponsors meet the requirements, both measures will be on the ballot in November. This is KTOO.